You are now listening to The Gabitable with Shay. Hey, Digital Family, what's up, my people? How have you been, guys? I hope you all have been good anyways. If you have not been good, well, like I used to say, and I'll keep on saying this, keep pushing, be positive, pray until something happens, because something good is definitely going to happen. If you've been considering, thank you so much for always coming back, for always stopping by. And if you're just joining us for the first time, where have you been? But anyways, I'm so happy that you're here today. So don't forget to go back to our other episodes and listen and, you know, be blessed, because every episode definitely bless you. We're going to be having this differently today. Yes, because we're going to be having a special guest with us today. I mean, this is the first time I'm having a guest on my podcast. And then I'm a bit nervous because I'm like, I hope I get people to listen to it. And, you know, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope this world definitely. And I trust my digital family. They never fail me. Am I right? (laughs) Yes. And of course, God never fails. So, yeah. And before going into this, I really do want us to prepare our mind by your heart for what's going to hit you. Because you're not going to know. <laughs> you're not going to know what's going to hit you. But above all, I know we are going to be blessed from today's episode. So before then, we're going on this break. And do not exit. Stay there. Stay right there. Keep listening. Welcome back, welcome back, guys. Today, we're going to be having a special guest. But before then, the topic we're going to be treating today is going to be on sexual purity. I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times, but today we're going to be, you know, hearing about it from a different point of view, a different perspective. And I'm going to be introducing my guest, or rather, I'll let my guest introduce himself. So, over to you. Hey. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Like... This means a lot to me. You don't, you don't want to know, yeah. Like, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be used of God to be a blessing to as many people. Lord would have us um, or use what He would be bringing forth to reach out to and touch. Um, without any further ado, my name is um, Fortified Hilary Okegwale. A pastor, author, a speaker, a youth guidance and counselor, as well as an entrepreneur too. I'm currently, I pastor a predominantly youth church in Ghana with the RCCG mission by the grace of God. So I'll just leave it at that. A minister of the gospel, basically. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, it's nice having you here on my podcast. All right. Oh, so oh, if you're listening to this podcast, know that. You don't have to exit. You don't have to quit because we have so many things to unpack for you. Okay, so fortified, yeah. if that's okay yeah. by you. Nope. So when I spoke to you about, you know, sexual purity, I mean, what first of all came to yeah. your mind? What was the first thing you had in mind about sexual purity? Because I'm sure a lot of people out there will want to know it from your perspective. I mean, a youth pastor's perspective. Yeah. So what was that first thing that came to your mind when you heard the topic? Well, it's something I preach about. It's something I talk talk about. It's something I pray about. 
as it has to do with the youths yeah. and everyone generally but especially the youth mm-hmm. i preach it i teach it i write about it and um, i might also pray about this issue of um sexual purity because for me it's um, something that has to that has to do a whole lot with one spirituality mm-hmm. you know so um sexual purity for me it's not just about what i think about it how i feel about it or what comes to mind it's much more about how god thinks about it or what god thinks about it and what god says about it so what's god's mind as it has to do with sexual yeah. purity you know because um firstly as christians as some um, creatures it should be about how the creator thinks about this issue called sexual purity as christians it should be about what does god think about purity what does what is god's perspective about sexual purity because for us it should always be about god's perspective in everything we are doing not about the world's view not about how the world says it no matter how nice they try to package it or say it and not about what we feel or we think or what culture yeah. says it should strictly be about what does god think about sexual purity you know i've been looking for a scripture and just a while ago whilst we talked before coming on here i just opened a book i wrote where i talked about i wrote about sex and the first thing that just popped up to me was First Thessalonians 4 verse 3. So this will establish what I think about sexual purity when you ask me what comes to mind. What comes to mind is God's word that comes to mind because by his grace my mind should be saturated yeah. and governed by yeah. God's word. Yeah. You understand my think should be be completely a thought you know process or a thinking pattern that is in sync with God's word so basically the scripture says in 1st Thessalonians 4 verse 3 for this is the will of God for this is the desire of God for this is the mind of God for this is God's perspective even your sanctification that you should abstain from fornication God's will, God's perspective, God's desire is purity. To be sanctified can also be said to be pure, to be cleansed. And you should abstain from fornication. That will mean that fornication will alter our sanctification, our purity. It will get us defiled. and our so-called sanctification will not become pollution sexual purity for a child of god especially christian a christian youth is not negotiable is not something you can you should negotiate is not something you should contemplate on is not something you should try to want to um, figure out or na 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 it should be exactly as god desires for you to be that you stay sanctified you stay pure The Bible tells us in the in the, in the book of 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18 it says flee from fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that commits fornication sins against his own sins body sins against his own body 
yeah because the moment you start getting into fornication your mm-hmm. you know your be seen is wickedness yes. you know sin is wickedness you become wicked to your body why because your body is now defiled which the scripture tells us is the temple of the holy ghost so now you make it difficult for you to house the holy ghost by getting your body yeah. defiled so you sin against your body you sin against your body because even this sexual activities also brings that's about true. damages to your health you know so that's sinning against you're being wicked to your body you're you're messing up your body and you're sinning against your own body in a nutshell you know because there are diverse kinds of sicknesses that comes as a result of sexual impurities or you know all of yeah, these immoralities you get the picture so basically sexual purity is a must it's not old fashioned is god fashioned is god fashioned yeah. because it is god's will that we stay pure we stay chaste as possible as we can till we get married as young people and when the bible says flee fornication from fornication to we could use that word as a general statement that would cover sexual impurities yeah. or sexual immorality you understand or you know those flee adultery flee lesbianism flee homosexualism flee masturbation flee all okay. of those activities that are anti god's word as related okay. to okay. sex right. and purity thank you so much for that yeah. great and you know marvelous answer now i want to i really want to ask because you know you know i've had encounters with people you know talking about security and then you know it's not as if most of us don't really know all of this the truth is that we hear it every day we've seen it every day i mean we've come across the verse in the bible that says bed on the fire and the funny thing is how people just you know forget the remaining part of the bible but just yeah. picks up that bed on the fire and then it rings in our head a lot of times but then we still you know find it so hard to implement all of this that we have read in the bible we have listened in the bible now coming to my question i really want to ask what can we say about people who because i know sexual sexual purity doesn't only depend on you know just the sex alone like you said homosexuality lesbianism and masturbation and all of that you know how can someone who's in the struggles of all of this actually come out of it because like you said sexual purity is a must it is god fashioned and for us to call ourselves christians we have yeah. to do it with every yeah. form of sexual impurity what's what do you suggest for that person okay i think um now what you would mean is how can a christian or someone who is a yeah. christian break out from sexual yes. impurity that would mean that the person is already involved in such yeah i would say to break out i would like to um, be practical about this because i think people would love to hear something practical you know because i think the issue is a lot of youth have read the scriptures and all lot of things but you see the first thing first is the willingness to accept the fact that fornication or any other form of sexual impurity is wrong as a christian 
and not try to want to give your own personal sentiments or feelings about it yeah so the first thing starts with do you accept god's will concerning sexual purity first thing first you have to acknowledge that this is wrong if you're involved in such you have to accept that it is wrong a sin against god and a sin against your body then secondly you have to decide you have to make a firm decision that this thing i want to do away with it do you understand because it's not a thing of um, it's not a thing of wishing it's not a thing of feeling like eh, i wish i could oh, eh, i know it's the wrong but i don't just understand Mm-mm. you must make up your mind yeah. because the bible says the grace of the lord is sufficient it says my grace is sufficient for you you understand that's what the scripture tells us it says you can do all things through christ who strengthens you so through god's grace in your life through god's strength that you carry you can actually break out of this thing if one you make the decision having recognized the implication of this thing called sexual impurity when you understand the implication and that implication is um boldly understood it is in your heart you know it and you make the decision based on this understanding of the implication of sexual impurity because i think that's where it starts from understanding the implication you understand the bible says the devil comes to steal kill and destroy now he knows that once he steals or gets your heart away from holding firm to god's will god's desire and god's perspective on sexual purity once he's able to get your mind get your heart from that place to start looking at the world's view or the world's perspective of sex as a christian and you now begin to buy into it you now begin to accept it he knows that it's just a matter of time you'll be carried away and you begin to live like the world do you claim to be a christian having sex normally do you claim to be a christian but wherein you know so he steals you and before he steals your heart away from that place and in the, before you know he says he comes to steal yeah. kill and he kills you spiritually you know your body your spirit everything gets contaminated polluted and it's easy for destruction to start taking place in your life that is things that are happening to you in a way that it shouldn't be what i'm trying to say is this there must be the understanding of the implication of sexual impurity we all read this bible that god hates these things and these things those that still practice these things will go to hell that's one implication that a home a fornicator a homemonger those who are into adultery who are into sexual impurities they would go to hell if they make if they keep up with it as a practice not breaking out the bible says if they keep up with some of these sexual impurities now they uh, the bible is telling us that how they've now started going into having sex with yeah. themselves man to man woman to woman those things it says it will leave them to a appropriate mind if they don't change obviously yeah. you understand so that means these are these are another implication too you get the picture sin against your body is another implication like we read in the book of um 
first corinthians 6 verse 18 that's another implication sin against your body because you can be exposed and open to diseases you know that come as a result of sexual impurity so these are it is about three implications what i was trying to say earlier as it has to do with the devil comes to steal kill and destroy is that when your body is polluted the bible says your body is the temple of the living god as such you should not make it a partner with you know fornication and all of those things so that would mean that the moment you start getting involved in so the implication is that your anointing starts to run dry you know it says know ye not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have you know have of god you are not your own but prior to that it says in 18 it says flee fornication then going forward it says for don't you know that your body is the temple of god now if your body is the temple of god it means that the holy ghost dwells in you that's where he dwells in and that's the presence of god that's the, the holy ghost upon your life the anointing upon the Holy Ghost upon your life the presence of the lord upon your life keeps the anointing fresh so one implication is that you begin to shift out of the presence of god that act in itself when did when when adam sinned in eden in the garden you know he started leaving the presence of god god was coming to him but he was the one moving away because sin could not allow him be around where god is because he now felt polluted he felt dirty and all of that goes stale and the flow becomes something else so now these are implications so when you understand all of these things you know especially as a youth this should make you know that it's a serious matter and when god says flee fornication it's not because he doesn't want you to he wants to spoil your groove or he wants to mess up your you know that's your thing for pleasure and all that no he wants you to be safe he doesn't want you to end up in destruction it is out of love the bible is a love book written to a beloved that would take everything written to heart and follow suit obey you understand god knows that all of these implications i mentioned are bound to happen if you don't flee fornication now it's out of love this is love speaking because he knows the danger ahead so when we understand god's perspective we understand the implications we understand that it is the cry of love that is out there screaming saying flee fornication because of our own good This should now make us as Christians now come to a place of making the decision of breaking out. And you can't break yeah. out on your own. You have to depend on God's grace whilst you are deciding to. You have to decide that's one. And that decision has to be dogged. Two, you have to be determined. That means you must have a rugged determination. Three, discipline. You must be you must decide that this thing i am stopping it because i understand the implication the implications of these things and i don't want to be a victim of all of these the implications of this sexual impurity and all of that and you have to be determined to follow hard on your decision and you have to stay disciplined to maintain your determination on that decision you have made because discipline is what is going to help you truly stay true 
to that decision you have made to break out and trust god for the strength because he has his strength in you to break out and you know the bible says in the book of psalm 119 verse 9 how can a young man now that 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 word is a generic statement so how can a young person you understand whether female or male you know pure it says only by the word of god that's the only way someone can live pure i think when you read that scripture it tells us clearly how one can stay pure because it says how can a young man cleanse his way say only by taking heed to the word of god he says with my whole heart have i sought thee oh let me not wander from thy commandment thy word have i hid in my heart that i might not sin against thee and this is where the issue is many of us don't have the word of god saturated in our spirit in our hearts and our minds as christians we listen more to sensual songs we watch movies that depict and shows pictures of nudity even porn in disguise many of us even watch porn many of us listen to music that arouses things in us you know we watch movies of such we engage with people that are discussing such doing such as as christians there's no way when you do this you won't have yourself involving in such but the moment you spend time with the word you engage god's word more you have the word of god richly dwelling in your heart there's no way you will sin against God. And that's where the issue is. As young, we need to study the word. It's all about the word of God. The word of God is the water that washes you. Now, the Bible says, be not conformed to this word, Romans 12. It says, but yet be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's a present continuous thing because we live in a polluted environment. We, need a, we live in a corrupt world. Even, you don't, even if you don't want to listen to unclean music, songs that are with polluted lyrics, you still hear them in the bus. When you enter the bus, you know, enter them when, when you go to stores grocery stores you hear the songs when you're in the salon and all yeah. of this you can't tell them to stop playing it you understand you watch certain movies and things you know you you open you go to social media something pops up and all of these things but when you're always feeding your mind you're always studying the word meditating on the word soaking in the word eating there's a way it begins to clean your mind begins to challenge the view of the world provoke all of those perspective of the world as regards sexual issues and matters that's anti god's word and you begin to get yourself rid of you begin to read of these things begin to flush them out of your system and you begin to think purely think rightly think as god would think and when you think as god would think as regards sexual purity because his word now controls your thinking is what controls how you feel is what controls your choice Choices and your decisions based on the decision you have made, the determination and the discipline, coupled with God's word, you see that things begins to go the upward way for you as it has to do with sexual purity and fasting. Yes, having the flesh. Fasting is also very important. Yeah. Yes, if you fast often, you feed on the word of God consistently. You flee from places he says, says abstain from every appearance of evil movies that will want to point you to that path make arouse that thing in you songs that want to wake up those things make you begin to think in that direction and go act in that manner you know friends or so-called acquaintances that are engaging in such and always discussing such you have to you have to make your go you have to move away from them when you do that you're keeping yourself in, a, in an atmosphere an environment that makes it easy for you to stay away from these things so and this all of these things will only happen by discipline this is where discipline comes in having made the decision not to go into it knowing the implications 
and God's perspective of it as a Christian who wants to please God, you understand, having been determined now to follow up on your decision firmly, then thirdly, you have to discipline yourself, you know. Apostle Paul said, I put my body under. Let's have preach to others. My body, I too, I become, you know, a victim of that which I have preached. So for me not to, yeah. I have to discipline myself to stand firm on the, 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 yeah. the decision I have made. You understand? Okay. Discipline myself, you know, stay okay. away from all of this, you know, abstain from all of this appearance, feed on the word, fast, so that my flesh will be subdued, you know, and starved, and my spirit is much more richer, and it becomes harder. Prayers too, you know, you have to keep praying. So all of these things, you keep keeping yourself in a place of self-deliverance, and you know, you walk in purity. These are things I have practiced okay. over the years, you know. Oh, I will still share my definitely. story of helped me, haven't been involved in such. I said definitely you'll be sharing your story. So last question I asked was, you know, based on as Christians, we know all of that, the, what everything the Bible says and all, and you really give us deep insights into all of that. And I really love that. And then you mentioned something about, you know, the music, the movies and all. And I'm very sure there's somebody out there, you know, out of thousands, there will be definitely one or two people out there that would be like, okay, well, what does that mean? Are you trying to say that? You should stop watching those movies. Because like you said, they are really, really unavoidable. So what do we do to avoid, like, is it that we have to stop watching it totally or we can, but as long as we have our, our yeah. thoughts um, filled with Christ and all of that. So like, what exactly are you trying to interpret there? All right. The Bible says in First Thessalonians 5 verse 22, abstain all appearances of evil. The Bible also tells us in Corinthians that good evil manner. communication corrupts yeah. good manners. Now, you are a child of God. What kind of communication are you having? What kind of information are you receiving? Where are you receiving your informations from? What are you open to? What are you exposed to? You see this thing called Christians. This thing, you, 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 can, you cannot be in between. Yeah. You're either sold out to Jesus or you are just deceiving yourself we need to come to a point where we need to take our christianity serious it's not a, it's not some social gathering it's not some fun yeah. thing jesus did not yeah. die for you to just come and feel good do you understand he died so that you can walk and live the higher life so that you can operate with higher standards standards mm -hmm. that are above the standards of the world so as a child of God, you have to up your game. Your standards have to be high. You're not going to be saying, well, you know, the world is doing it. It's not easy. You're not of the world. You're only in the world. Your life is governed by a different, a different set of rules. You're from a kingdom that is higher than all kingdoms. And your kingdom has principles, yeah. a constitution to live yeah. by, a protocol to observe. You understand? So anything that is going against that, you should know that that thing wants to ruin your life and rob you. So there's no negotiating. There's no, there's no trying to uh, meander and trying to want to play. Now you break out. He says in his word, abstain from all appearances of evil. You see, when I'm talking about standards, when I talk about, okay, the higher life, there are things that a child of God should feed on. As it, as it has to do with what you read, 
what you listen to and what you watch anything that will not edify you anything that is not pure don't give in to it forget how packaged it is it's not for you others may but you cannot you're not like them you are the king's kid you're a royal priesthood do you understand you're supposed to live yeah. you're supposed to be living a life of overcoming sin that's what makes you a king and a queen a king that has dominion dominion over bad habits dominion mm. over sinful habits dominion over fornication dominion over masturbation over lesbianism over all of these sexual immoralities you have the power in you he that is greater than the world lives in you his grace is sufficient for you his divine power is in you he lives in you so there is no excuse that's why when you have a standard when you know you've been called to live a higher life and there's a standard it means that you begin to evaluate you begin to check out the songs what you listen to you scrutinize what you hear you scrutinize what you watch you scrutinize not anything should be accepted by you you see the eagle will not just eat any kind of thing the lion will not eat any kind of thing you understand anything dead anything that is just messed up he will go for his own kill fresh as a child of god you don't listen to dead songs with dirty lyrics that will only wake up and stir up your flesh some of us will listen to songs that are more sensual than we listen to songs that are more filled with lyrics that are spirit filled that are word you know word generated or word inclined or you know that are filled with god's word or that are brought forth from god's word we scarcely do we listen to those ones once in a while we have special days but most of our days we listen to songs with polluted lyrics songs that are from people whose hearts are not truly with god though some of them claim to be christians but they are not walking in the spirit they're still governed by their emotions their emotions and their feelings you know still influence their songs not god's word not the holy spirit now you listen to these songs they begin to stir up your flesh you know sensual songs that makes you begin to think of how you want to you know get that chick do that thing and all of those stuffs now you're supposed to be selective not anything goes for you now nah. others may but you cannot it must be what is completely accepted by god and god alone the movies you watch if it is not something that is educational or inspirational that will inspire you that will empower you you're not supposed to watch it you know there are movies today even some teenage movies now where you find out that you see a guy and a guy expressing their feelings for each other society culture is now making it okay and it is not even a film that is for ages above 18 or teenage movies you see what the world is trying to do they're trying to push in this thing now and make it a norm so the young ones coming up will feel like it's it's normal now is they see it as a normal thing man and the man feels there's nothing right in expressing their feelings sexual feelings for each other and even getting involved in sexual activities a girl and a girl you understand and now when you watch yeah. this movie you see ah, that's the new blockbuster that's the new movie in vogue now that's what is trending you go and start watching it listen you're feeding your mind it begins to affect the way you think it can alter your perspective that is god's perspective it says evil communication corrupts good manner now that thing is passing an information that's a communication already 
now begins to alter that perspective of God that is in you, influence your thinking. And when it becomes something you do habitually, over time, the more of the worldly things you feed yourself with, over time you become worldly like the things you're feeding yourself with. You see that? Magazines you read, you know, the things you listen to and you watch on social media, some kind of jokes or some things. The Bible says, throw away foolish jesting. You see some jokes that begins to talk about sex and some kind of thing, you know, and you feel comfortable as a Christian. You're laughing. <laughs> you're looking at it like it's nothing. You think you're too spiritual. You have spiritual bulletproof. You're not Robocop that can avoid it. It's a lie. Bible says, flee every appearance of evil. One man I love and I admire and I use as a model is Joseph. Mm-hmm. The guy did not walk away. He didn't stroll away. The yeah. guy, the Bible says, he, he, he flew. He did not. That word is deep. You know, have you watched cartoons where, when this, when like maybe Tom and Jerry one is running, the two legs will be on their neck like that. This one, they took flight. Though he's running, he took. Yes. This one, you disappear from that scene. You understand? And that's how it's supposed to be for us Christians why yeah. you're supposed to guard what you have jealously and I said earlier if you don't know the implication of this thing if you don't understand what this your work with God is if you don't know that you have been called to live a higher life the overcomers kind of life you've been called to a higher place where you are operating with standards that are the highest God's standard you've been called to live a life of royalty you're the king's kid you, oppre- you live a life that is different from the world. You operate by different sets of rules, different set of principles. You understand? And you will not compromise because compromising does not hurt God. It does not drop God down. It doesn't put God down. It doesn't increase God. It is you it will mess up with. It will alter things in your life. You see that? And so you have to just, don't try to yeah. speak um, some. Don't try to don't try and say things that will make it sound fine. Like, well, you know, no, just understand that this is not for you. Knowing who you are and whose you are, you understand. So, for everyone who would be listening, yes, how do I flee, abstain from every appearance of evil, and know who you are, whose you are study the word it is the word of god the more you know god's word the more you know god's perspective the more you know the standard by which you should live as god has called you to live so that you begin to evaluate you begin to scrutinize you begin to use anything that comes you wait on the scale of god's word is it supposed to be you evaluate it you understand the word of god becomes that litmus test paper you used to check it out like okay is this no okay this one go away it doesn't fit in it's not for me i'm a king you know you understand not just anything you everything listen to everything every joke watch every movie listen to any kind of song only you come on you're not a dumb yard you are the temple of god and only the things that are pure should be allowed to reside in you so that it keeps you opened for more of God's expression through you. Do you understand? So this thing is not a thing about, and well, you know, you're in the world. Yes, you're there. You're not of them. You have what should guide and lead you in the way to go. I I, I guess I'll just rest here for now.
digital family sorry we have to end this here but come next week wednesday by god's grace we're going to be having the part two of sexual purity yes and the part two is going to be about him telling us about his experience because i mean for someone to be able to have so much to talk about on sexual purity this person has to experience something you know have his own story so yes we're going to be hearing his story and if you love stories you don't have you like i mean you don't want to miss this week's episode yes so that being said thank you for listening thank you for tuning in to today's episode and i really do hope you follow up on our other episodes and next week episodes which will come in soon so don't forget to like don't forget to comment drop your review you know follow us on instagram at the gabby table all right guys till next week wednesday bye i love you so much and god bless you